0: Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better.
1: Hello everybody and welcome back to 3Talk. Today we've got a juicy episode for you, which is been inspired by Cynthia Nixon's video, Be a Lady which uh, if you haven't seen it, we highly recommend you go and check it out. And it is basically a three-minute piece where she highlights where being a woman is, uh, the struggles and the challenges that come with it, the controversy and the pulling in different directions and the stretches that we have to go to in our nowadays lives. Um, and I thought that it was a very sweet and to the point piece that really shows what being a woman is about and how we have to cope and survive to still be in our own selves in today's world. So as we said, if you haven't checked it out, we really encourage you to go and do it. But also it served as a great connection to a day that we celebrated yesterday, International Women's Day. Uh, congratulations to us all, by the way. So we thought that we would dedicate today's episode to something that is very close to our hearts, which is being a woman. Because being a woman means many things. And today means that we have come a long way to stand our own ground and means, thankfully, that we are not going anywhere. Uh, We live in a world where being a woman can sometimes be determined by what media and others say it means. And it can be really hard to define who we want to be. So in today's episode, we are going to be discussing how to embrace this, how to embrace our feminine energy. So how many ways or ways in which we can release and heal this feminine energy? Number one, get moving. Because feminine energy is moving energy. The ocean, the hurricanes and weather patterns All are perfect metaphors for feminine energy as they are constantly in motion, always changing and shifting. So if you have been stuck at an office desk or have felt physically stagnant for a while, you need to get your body moving. Whether that means going for a walk in the forest, stretching out in a yoga class, dancing in your underwear to your favourite music in your bedroom your feminine energy will always be activated by movement. What do you think, Flair?
2: Well, as you know, I love to move, uh, especially in nature. And I taught a movement in nature class today. And within 45 minutes, uh, we had covered parenting, energy, food, time and energy for sex. And we laughed and bonded over the same problems. So I think if you can find some kind of movement where you meet other women and have that connection time together, you're kind of, of, you, of even proving that feminine energy even more. Because when you're moving, you're not always thinking, overly thinking. You're not in that analytical mind. You're shifting all that energy in you, which can hold you back when you're kind of in your fear state when you're flowing and you're jumping around in nature, I think you're just a little bit more open to more open conversations. So I would say find a a class where you can meet other women.
1: Which is a very, very lovely point and something that leads on very nicely to number two, which is have female time only. And I think you're bang on the money there because when you spend this time with other women, you recharge that feminine energy in a big big way and it's something amazing that truly happens when you connect with that like-minded people that belong to your gender and you know it's something to be said of the fact that when you surround yourself with that feminine energy it's easier to become who you are and drop that mask that sometimes we put on uh, ourselves to face the world when you find yourself amongst people that you can trust and that you know are going to connect with you in this special feminine level, easier to just come as you
0: are, right? Uh, What do you think, Susie? Yeah, I think it's so important. I mean, I like mixing with male and female when I go out, but there is definitely something about female company that you just can't get from male company. And it really is we, you know, we face different problems in life. We have different issues. We have different struggles. Our brain works in a different way. So I suppose what you get when you get a bunch of girls that you know together, or maybe you don't know them really well, you definitely get an energy that you don't or can't get around a masculine energy, if that makes sense. And I feel you connect on a completely different level. And the reason being is we, whether you know someone or not normally your struggles are the same as the first thing you have to do is almost let your guard down and this happened actually a few weeks ago I went out for dinner with a group of women that I didn't really know really well this is the first time we'd all been out together and it was just amazing because before we knew it within 20 minutes we were all talking about suffering from similar issues in the home life, with children, and this was a group of women, really, that I hadn't talked to at this level, but it seemed to be just so easy, and it just meant for a much more deeper connection, so I really think that when people are especially when you're struggling with your femininity or with your energy, then being around, especially like-minded women, really, really does help lift you up, but also make you feel more positive. So I think it's really key. Yeah, that point. Um, And it links to our number three, which is
1: prioritise receiving. And I think it's something to be said that as you were pointing out, so when you surround yourself with female energies, you start receiving that energy. Mm. And let's remind ourselves that masculine energy is traditionally a penetrating force of energy, whilst the feminine energy is receptive energy that opens. And this is what we do when we, uh, you know, get together with these people that you were just mentioning. And I think that by receiving this love, this energy, attention, we let that feminine energy be filled up. And you know, this doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be done through sex, which also, you know, this certainly happens uh, and helps. Uh, but you can receive this energy in many, many ways. Like you know, you can get a massage, a pedicure, having somebody cook a meal for you. So think of so many ways that you can be the receptor of this sort of energy, the receptor of this treatment. Um, and I would encourage you to just go out and book your calendar with some of this receiving time. What would you say about this, Flare?
2: Yeah, I think it's so important because I think as females, we're very good at giving to others, but not so good at giving time and energy to ourselves so receiving that positive energy I know at the start of every month I book two nice things in for myself it might be a massage or a pedicure or something which I can look forward to which I find is nurturing my energy because I do feel especially being coaches as well that we give out a lot. And I think it's really important to receive. But also with my children, uh, every evening I spend a certain amount of time with each of them on one-to-one before they go to sleep and just receiving that love from them and just slowing down and taking that time instead of getting up and thinking I should tidy their bedroom or go back and tidy the bathroom for the third time or go back and put the things away. I get so much more out of just stopping and receiving their love than I do from tidying up It'll be a mess again in the morning, can do it <laughs> another time. But I do prioritize that time of receiving love from them. Mm.
1: And I think it's also, you know, especially for women, as we say, we somehow get the idea that we need to give, 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 and we need to do, 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 which is why it's so important to practice and stay open to this receiving because we've said it many times, but you can't pour from a mentee cup. So you need to learn to feel that back again. And one of the ways is by helping you out, by receiving, by allowing others to give in an equal measure as the one that you do. So number four of our tips is reconnect. Um, The feminine connects largely through verbal communication and the masculine uh, connects largely through touch and sexual access. It is no secret that as women reach puberty, They become much more fascinated in becoming frequent and effective verbal communications with their peers. There's, you know, no doubt that uh, all of us females and if you've got female friends, we tend to be on the speaking side. So now you know why this is part of our innate nature. Uh, And we get nourished by extending these catch-up sessions uh, with the loved ones, it could be family, friends, whoever. So reconnecting is all about feeding this energy, it's all about feeling that need of communicating and forming that real connection. So taking time to truly do this and catching up with somebody that you care about, it could be very empowering and it can't be one of the, key uh ways to nourish yourself how what do you think about this one Susie
0: I think this is really um interesting because just recently I have felt the need to reconnect a few levels with a few different people really and just making sure that it's more quality connection time and by that I mean my husband and I Ian we have a download at the end of every day just to you know see how the day went but actually it was more over cooking or more over moving around and one of us was putting in the laundry while the other one was off in the other room and we we're shouting to each other so one of the things that we have been doing is actually making a cuppa and it's the ritual of actually doing that like tea coffee whatever um, herbal tea and sitting down and actually face to face with each other for five ten minutes and it has made a huge difference. And we've had to do that for a number of reasons. Um, We've had to do that because our circumstances have changed and we've got to do a handover to see where we're at with our little man. But I can't tell you the reconnection that that has given us because I think we take for granted how busy the day and our minds are. And we actually don't really listen to each other when we're not looking at each other. We're not engaged and we're um, doing house duty so I think that has been quite a huge one in terms of reconnection and the other thing is I set aside uh evening once a week because I speak to my mum regularly where I will make a phone call to probably three people on my list that I might not speak to very regularly just so that I can call them that time off Um, and again I just say I'm popping off for half an hour and that again makes such a difference than doing a phone call on the fly and doing it again when you're trying to do other stuff and actually it's not very meaningful you're not really taking in what the other person is saying and in terms of connection it's not very deep so I think it's more about a reframe of how you see connection and how you can spend quality time connecting with people. So. I have those tips. I would encourage every listener to do that.
2: <laughs> I do the cup of tea one. It makes such a difference. It's that five minutes of saying I have a cup of tea together. Love it. Uh, so on to number five is indulge your
1: senses. Because it is said that the masculine energy uh, gets lost in thought and the feminine can get lost in the realm of senses. And I think getting lost in there is one of the most wonderful things that you can do. And we're talking about really channeling that feminine energy by indulging in the senses, whether it is like you having a meal and really channeling that I'm just tasting the dressing on my salad. I'm just tasting a piece of chocolate that I've just eaten. I'm really loving the taste of this tea that I'm drinking. Whatever it is that you're doing, really focusing on feeling that taste. It's also looking at the ways in which you can indulge in that touch. Like if you're going shopping, start feeling the fabrics, start feeling the difference, start touching like the things that you're wearing and feel how you feel. You can also go to a public market and start looking at the different colors that you've got around you or going for a walk and start identifying or appreciating the colors in nature, the sounds of the birds, the smell of, you know, a perfume that you're wearing or the smells on your walk is really channeling and taking time to identify these senses and really make the connection within them, start to appreciate what is around you, what is inside you, and intentionally living in your senses. What will you say about this, Fleur?
2: I think it's really important. It's very good for your nervous system as well because it helps you get out of that fight and flight when you're in the moment and you're nurturing your senses. I have found that since I've slowed down, I just really enjoy flowers. And it's something that I've never taken a lot of notice of before. I was always on top speed, get this done, get that done, get this done. And I'll be proud of all the things I've done in the day. But actually, that isn't living. That is, and enjoying the beauty of all the things around us. And I think if we stop and mindfully eat food and consciously eat food, we eat less of it because we're actually enjoying it. And if we stop and look at the beauty of nature, then it just brightens up our day. And then we realize that you know how beautiful life really is. It gives us that joy and takes us out of that fight or flight way of uh, reacting to everything. So I think it's really important
1: love that. So on to the last one number 6 it is about creating create. So masculine energy is traditionally a destructive energy while the feminine is creative energy. So and I found this very funny because as you have heard me before I've got two little ones a boy and a girl and this is very true whereas my my the girl is more onto How can I create something? How can I build with blocks? What can I create? The boy is definitely on the destructive side. The minute that something has been put up, he goes and smashes it. He loves jumping off the tables, and if he can create some havoc whilst doing it, that's what he loves the most. And this is the inner nature just calling out. So I find this really, really interesting. And you know, creative comes from everything. I'm not saying that you just got to be all of a sudden uh, a film director or a Elizabeth Gilbert, right, a well-known writer. Create comes from many, many things. So you can do some sketches in your notepad. You can just write a poem or put together some words or invent a song. Or, you know, you can do this in real life and create a delicious meal for yourself or a juice that you were willing to try, a mix of flavors. It can come from many, many ways and it doesn't need to even be good. The whole point about this is channeling that energy and letting that energy come through. It's just simply creating for the sake of creating. What would you say about this, Susie?
0: Oh, I suppose this is where I'm probably at my most mindful and probably whenever I indulge in any of these activities is where I can really forget myself. I often journal, um, and that can be quite creative journaling. I write poetry, which you both might be very surprised to hear, but I, I was uh, going to say actually. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I have got some um, yeah, I've got some hidden talents. And I drew a picture for the first time the other day in, I can't even tell you how long. And it was terrible. Like literally it was just shocking. I I remember my artistry skills being so much better, but actually it was amazing and it it was terrible and I had to let go. I had to laugh about it because it was shocking. But for that, I don't know, let's just say 10, 15 minutes. I didn't think about anything or anyone else and it was bliss. And I think Allowing yourself to have this, again, I suppose it comes back to time and, you know, being women, we are normally, I suppose, the keeper of the house, you know, the majority, and I don't like making generalisations, but this is just fact, the majority of us mothers are the ones that um, do the majority of the care. So allowing yourself time to create is just such a special gift, but also very hard. Like I said, that was the first picture I drew in many years, but I'm going to be doing it again because it just... It just stopped everything for that, you know, 10, 15 minutes. And I think um, it opens up different levels in your brain that you've closed down for such a long time because you haven't allowed them to work. Uh, It's a bit like going to the gym. You know, if you work on a muscle, it will build. So I think this is probably one of the most beautiful things that you can do for yourself and one of the most mindful things. And it's really, really important that we try where we can to make time for it.
1: I love that. And I definitely didn't know of those hidden talents. I hope you share with us at some point.
0: (laughs) Watch this space. Not for my paintings.
1: (laughs) So that wraps up the six tips that we had for you today. Hopefully you have learned a bit more how to release or heal that feminine energy. And you have, uh, you know, discovered a few more things about us today. And thank you so much for joining us. We really thank you for your support this far. And as always, we appreciate if you can uh, subscribe, if you can share our podcast and share the love, the more the merrier. And we wish you a very merry week and much love. See you soon.